everybody, Susan Finch here, your host for All Volunteer, All Heart from Binky Patrol. And I'm excited to meet a new friend that I have been following for a while. And her name is Amy Smart. You have this wonderful newsletter that you put so much time into called Diary of a Quilter. So go Mm -hmm. look it up, subscribe, and because she gives you great stories, patterns, ideas. It's just, it feels good when you open it. And there's always something you. you can pull from every issue. Well, thanks. I'm so glad. So I want to hear a little bit about this because this podcast is primarily, it's geared towards, yeah, Binky Patrol people, but also towards smaller nonprofits, the little bootstrap kind like us, where they're always looking for ways to grow their audiences, expand their connections and everybody that they're tied to. And so nonprofit person, this is for you that you can go find people that do quality newsletters in your space that Mm -hmm. talk about your topics and go subscribe to see what they're talking about, who they're talking about. See if there's an opportunity that you guys can exchange. Maybe they could, you know, not even a monetary sponsorship, but maybe a cross promotion sponsorship Mm -hmm. where they list you on, you know, in their newsletter or their site and you do the same on your site to show that it's somebody that you value and trust vet them well but you could end up with this huge new audience that you never had before because they've been connected or have established it. So Amy, tell me about this because when I first saw you, you know, I was a little, you know, butthurt by the fact that we weren't in your list of charities. And I thought, Hey, you know, we, we like her stuff and how come we're not in there? And we do the same thing. We make blankets. And so I reached out to you and you hadn't really heard about us, even though we started the same, like same month as some of the other organizations that are out there that you do talk about. And I thought, well, let's open up this conversation. So I want to hear how you started Diary of a Quilter. Okay. Well, and I, and this is such a great opportunity to talk. I started Diary of a Quilter. Actually, it's been I think it was 2008. So 14 years. I can't believe that. I had little kids at home. I was working in a local quilt shop and I was sewing a lot for them. I just discovered other blogs at the time. It was kind of pre-Instagram, pre-even Facebook. And I just loved seeing what other people were sharing and creating. And I thought, well, I'm making a lot of things. So I'll just start sharing what I'm creating. And I never would have dreamed what would happen? I mean, that's kind of the amazing part of this modern world we live in. There's there's pros and cons to it, but some of the the pros are so amazing to make connections with people and that I never would have met in any other way. So it's just amazing. Um, I've just been writing what about again about what I've been working on for you know just over the years. I've since that time started writing more patterns for quilting I had the chance to work with a publisher on a book and um, now I work with a fabric company as one of their surface designers so just opportunities happen when you make connections and it's kind of amazing though I'm still kind of a one-woman show which pros again pros and cons of that a lot of you can all relate to that it does help we were just talking before we started about I'm working on a website redesign so I have started branching out to finding other contractors and people to help me with the things that I'm not good at, like right. graphic design and HTML coding. And the, I'm grateful for those things, but still so much of me is a one woman show. So I'm always grateful. I was so grateful you reached out to me. I just can't be eyes and ears everywhere. So I'm thrilled when people share 
more because my biggest goal is to provide resources to other people. And so if there's resources I have, I'm not aware of yet, I'm thrilled when people share them with me so I can share them with my readers. I've had some really neat experiences with that and just the best people out there who are doing so much good. And, oh, it's amazing. I had a, a woman reach out. I think she's in Georgia and she teaches quilting in prisons to female oh. inmates in prison and they make things for other charities, but she's teaching this skill and creating, I mean, just amazing people who do so many good, good things for a lot of, I'm, I'm always happy to hear more. So share, reach out and share more. Cause I'd love that list to grow. I know the ladies at Coffee Creek, the inmates there, which is by us here in Oregon, uh-huh. and they have a whole sewing center. And I've been there, you know, to really? the sewing center to get to receive the blankets that they made. And for them, it meant so much. And they miss, wonderful. Well, and they miss their kids. And, you know, for all these different reasons that they're there, yeah. they can't, but they all agree that what they're doing is important for others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and there's just, I mean, there's so much benefit that comes into our lives from being creative and using our hands to create, but then you take it to the next level when you're creating something for somebody else. And so that needs it, that's lacking and important things. And that's just so wonderful. I love that. What a great opportunity to connect with those women. It is. And I had, you know, for Binky Patrol, I talk about the songs in the episodes through COVID, we lost half our chapters. Oh my goodness. Which is a lot for us. It's a big hit. But what we did pick up were tons of court order community service people. Wow. DUIs. Um, DUIs and other nonviolent crimes. Because we do find out, you know, if it's a violent crime, no, go do something else. Right. Sure. I don't want that coming through and everything. Mm -hmm. But I had somebody over the weekend send me a time lapse because his parole officer said, well, how am I supposed to know you actually made them? He set up a time lapse of him working on blankets for hours. Oh, that's so great. And they're not quilted. They're the Thai kind. Uh It's hilarious to watch this in his game room where he has a pool table. (laughs) He put a board on it. He owns this company and he's having to get this done really fast. He has 120 hours. Wow. So he spent about 20 hours this weekend working on them. And he's, it's just like constantly, he's, he's exhausted because he's also oh, his company, yeah. but the time-lapse, just watching him zip around and cut the fringe and do all these things, <laughs> cut the selvage and tie it off and watch all the way around. It was hilarious. That is hilarious. And that is so, I mean, how great is that for him to making, be contributing in that way? But I just think it's awesome. And then he was willing to say, you don't believe me here. I'll show you. Yeah. Yeah. How I can, we can do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> so yeah, we do. We get interesting people in our lives that we hadn't counted on. And, you know, to me, you're a big deal. And because you do have such a following and you have such a great reputation. Oh, thank you. I'm really, I'm really humbled by that. I mean, it's still, I feel like most of my neighbors have no idea what I do. So to me, I'm still just me but it's it's special to have this connection with so many quilters and sewers and makers that I haven't met yet in person but I'm grateful for their interest in me oversharing my life (laughs) so So is this your is this your gig this is your full-time job this is my job yeah it's become a full-time gig and well which again pros and cons it's been awesome to have the flexibility 
um, when my kid, while my kids were growing up and in school yeah. and, but it's still a juggling act. I'm still, gosh, I think every time I think I'm down to only one kid at home and I think I should have all this time and I'm, why am I not being more productive? But we're all just hustling yeah. where we can. It's interesting how I try and fit in. Binky Patrol has to fit in because it's not my paid gig. So yeah. You know, and that's we have the two companies that we run, but I get, I do get wrapped up though in the Binky Patrol stuff because it feels so good and it's so much fun. So fulfilling. Nice. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I just enjoy it. I had somebody reach out last week. She sent me an email with a picture of her with this old beat up Binky. And she said, I got this like 10 years ago. She was in South Carolina and she's an adult and you know, she's, <laughs> wow. I don't even know how old, but you know, she, obviously she was at a shelter and people gave her this blanket, you know, the tide kind of the little fringy things. Yes. You can do the yeah. The yeah, sure. yeah. My son did an Eagle project making those for an Eagle Scout. Yeah. yeah. And so in their quilts, I've done that way too. They're a lot of work. I'd rather make a regular quilt. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All the tying and the cutting. Yeah. And the, no. yeah. So she said, can I have another one? Oh, and I thought, you know what? You found me. You asked, I said, I, how tall are you? And she said, I'm five, three. I said, okay, give me your address. And it's going to take me a little bit, but I'll get you one. And we had a recent Binkathon event where we made, we made like, I don't know. It's, we delivered a hundred blankets from a day. Wow. And there were like 20 of us there. So everybody you know, was jamming on stuff. Mm-hmm. Some people brought half started projects, but we were sewing and tying at the same time, getting as much done as we could. And there was one that was unfinished, one of those UFOs. Mm-hmm. And I had to put the binding on it. Bad idea. Look, the, the inside was perfectly pieced. It was stunning. So much color in life. And wow. then I put the border on it to put the back <laughs> on it. And I don't miter well on the corners, like, oh my gosh. So I'm just going to have to send it with apologies. But the inside is so glorious. Oh. So and I think most people who receive things like that, especially if they're not makers themselves, they just marvel at that it exists, right? They're not okay. looking at imperfect parts. They're right. just so grateful for the love and the, yeah, the effort. Yeah. So that's what. I'll be sending to her. I just have to. Oh, that's so great. I have to finish my really awkward corners. Minor corners are hard. So you are not, it's not just you. I I just go forward and we're done. And I just sew a square around it in each corner. So much easier. Because Binky Patrol, we usually do what we call a sandwich. So we have our top, our bottom that's big enough to reach over. We just turn it all the way around and then pin it somewhere. Yep. Get it done. As we can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> More important to get it done and let someone be using it, enjoying it. So what's your current favorite pattern? Ooh, that's a good question. One of my favorite patterns is this. I mean, this is a more complex one, but it's also like really kind of, it's an improv project where it's, it's kind of like stack and whack if anybody's familiar with that. And it's these trees. You know, it's me, the yeah. sewer does yes. not. Okay. Yeah. So it's like stacking layers of fabric and you cut, I have a YouTube video that shows it. So if it's hard to visualize from me describing it, can we'll have the link in the post guys. So oh, perfect. Yeah. And it's, you can make them any size. They're just kind of fun and freeing these trees. So I started it. Uh, the first one I did a few years ago, just kind of as a wall hanging for Christmas. And then I've since made multiple quilts. There's a free tutorial of like just one block, but there's another pattern that shows how to kind of puzzle piece together multiple size blocks and it's just a really it's kind of a fun liberating quilt because you're not matching seams or corners you're just cutting sewing back together 
squaring it up. It's like a and, crazy quilt. Yeah, it's really fun. It's that's I think that's a current favorite. And usually this time of year, I get a lot of interest in that one again. I think it's just a, I've seen so many variations of it and I just love what people do with it. So that's a really fun one. It's called Patchwork Forest. If you search okay. for that on my site. Patchwork Forest. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. And folks, for those of you that have quilters in your life or that you know, or a neighbor or somebody at church or whatever that did a kindness for you, do something easy. Quilting fabric's super expensive. Yes. Just get them a pattern. Mm -hmm. And then the link to a pattern, print it, you know, the login for the pattern or get them that pattern and send it to them, print out whatever you need to. But that's a super fun gift to give somebody. Yes. Stocking stuff. A lot of times quilters already have more fabric than they know what to do with. Right. (laughs) So ideas to use it is a good thing. Yep. And things that are, like you were saying, liberating with, so it isn't so rigid. Yes. Sometimes we all need that, you know, just fun pattern. Yeah. I know what my husband is an amputee Mm. and so his, he's above the knee. And so his prosthetic though destroys his jeans. There's an expense you didn't count on. You'd have to get all the time. So we have to buy jeans every year for him. And he's really picky. So it's like lucky jeans. Yeah. And so I end up with the old jeans and I either make them, I make them into shorts sometimes for me. And then Mm -hmm. I'll cut the legs off and that becomes part of this weird patchwork freeform. Yeah. Perfect. Cause they're so sturdy. They're so So, sturdy. Denim. It's the perfect thing. Yeah. And we use them for camping tablecloths and for, you know, beach blankets and things like that. And my kids love them. And it's kind of fun because you have the pockets in there and stuff too, because mm-hmm. I leave the pockets out and we can tuck our phones in there. <laughs> it's kind of and, fun. And then the sentimental part of that too, where it's connection to your husband and memories yeah. and things like that. So yes. great. That, I think that's what making quilting is all about. It's like those connections, the best part of it. It's a fun thing. It was, you know, like this quilt that was left over from the event. I didn't know what I was going to use it for until she wrote. Oh, yes. It's like, that's why I have this. Yep. Yes. I love that serendipity that happens too. Yep. Sometimes you just have have little stashes all over. It's like, oh, now I get it. Yep. Here's who this is for. Oh, I love that. That's really sweet. What's one of the favorite connection moments you had because of your business? Oh, that's such a great question because I've had some really great ones. I mean, sometimes it's meeting. I've been able to be involved in like the trade shows and the quilting industry. And sometimes it's meeting like somebody who's designed patterns that lives in Australia, who I never in a million years thought I would meet. And then like Jen Kingwell is an Australian quilter, design pattern writer. She's, she's so, and then you meet them and they're even more delightful in person. Like things like that are so sweet. I don't know. I think just meeting individuals that have become real life friends has been really special too. Like I, when I was started sewing when my, you know, 25 years ago, my kids were younger. I didn't feel like I had a lot of real life friends that were my age at that stage of life who liked to sew. And through this over the years, just connecting with people who've become just best friends of mine that I never would have met any other way. We share the same interests. We have a lot of the same interests out beyond sewing or quilting. And yeah, I'm just really feel really lucky. I just never would have imagined that would be part of my life. And so grateful because it's just such a rewarding, those, it's those human connections that make it even better. Yes. I was talking to you, you know, Google heydays when everybody was on Google plus and we were doing a lot of sure. YouTube live events and everything else. Uh-huh. 
10 years ago or so. And I got pretty close with a big group of about 40 people. And we were on each other's shows all the time and doing promoting each other's stuff. And it was great that one of my birthdays came around and they all said, we're flying there. I went, what? Wow. So five of them came here that I'd never met in person. Mm -hmm. And they hadn't, most of them had not met each other in person, but we've spent hours a day together. Yes. And they showed up and crashed on my couch. We went and did a photo booth session at this photography studio. Oh, that's so great. We drank way too much of something blew up my house. Yeah. (laughs) And had sushi and all these great, but it was the most unforgettable time to be together. Mm -hmm. And I'm so close to them, even though we've all kind of split off and done other things, Mm -hmm. but that in person that my kids were like, you're inviting strangers to stay in our house. Yeah. Like, aren't strangers. I'm with them all day long. So, mm-hmm. Yep. I remember telling my husband again, this is, you know, maybe 20 years ago and I had little, I had toddlers and small kids. And now I was just, I was in the thick of that stage of life and had discovered these other sewers online, their blogs. And I remember saying to my husband, I feel like I have all these new best friends. <laughs> he looked at me like, internet friends you know isn't that yeah, kind of that's weird creepy. You know, the same thing. and so many of them became real life friends and I mean now that's more normal but maybe like in 2008 it was like are you sh- you're meeting strangers off the internet now I feel so lucky I mean they're just such such an awesome way to connect with like-minded people well you were talking about people in Australia mm-hmm. and so I mean in every country probably you have questions yeah. yeah. and I know for me I the same thing they're any country I'd want to go to, I know somebody there now mm-hmm. that would welcome me, that would want to see me, have time with me, yes. yep. any state. Mm-hmm. And some of them have extended the invitations to our kids. Like, hey, if you're, you know, they want to come up to Canada, if they want to come here, we're there. They can come stay with us. I'll take them on a tour. And that's great. Yep. Yep. It is. It's amazing. It's really awesome. And, and it's kind of a good reminder of the news is always full of the like, seedier side and problematic parts of the world and it's good to be reminded most of the world is really good most Most of most people is are really great people and it's good to have that reminder so folks i want to remind you go look around what groups are there on facebook which Mm -hmm. ones have Mm -hmm. websites and newsletters and subscribe because it is it's a different thing when you're subscribing to posts and stuff but a newsletter is something a little more intimate because you're inviting it into your inbox and you usually have a little better opportunity to see and get to know somebody or a company on a grander scale and develop those connections and maybe you'll have things you can share out with your audience with your target volunteer with your target donor Mm -hmm. i mean who knows but make these connections so you can it isn't always about money. Sometimes it's just about connecting and I want to help you. You want to help me. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's cross promote, you know, on each other's sites and in each other's newsletters and that type of thing to build this positive community. Yes. Amy, where are we going to send everybody? Diaryofaquilter.com? That's probably the easiest place to go. www.diaryofaquilter.com. And I've got links to my newsletter or tutorials or projects free just what's yeah all great resources and trust her she's not going to sell you out to anybody so give her your oh no (laughs) i I was like no that would be lame like it's very (laughs) and i and i hope to make it worth your while too like i there's content i save just for my newsletter subscribers so that's well that's kind of cool i appreciate them their willingness to to come and listen so 
And you can find her on all her social venues too on her site. She'll have links to all of those. So we don't have to go through all those right now, but wherever you hang out, she's there. Go find her, follow her, subscribe, comment, show off what you've done. She would love to see it. it. Yes. On Facebook, show, show. Yep. I would love it. Terrific. Fabulous. Anyway, oh. a treat to have you on. Thank, oh, thank you. you so much for having me, Susan. It was just delightful. And, I, and thank you to all of your followers for doing just great things for people. I love that. It's encouraging to know. It is. The world's basically good. Yes. We'll keep Amen. talking about it. Yep. All right. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much. We'll see you.